0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to bigheadsmedia.com for more great podcasts.
1: Alright, welcome back everybody to another episode of Topic Thunder. I am your host, Matt Tierney at Prime New and I am joined today by two lovely fellas. One out of the state of Kentucky, the, uh, the one and only Dylan Hunsinger. Dylan, how's it going?
2: In the criminal justice system, sexually based offenses are considered especially heinous. New York City, the dedicated detectives who investigate these vicious felonies are members of an elite squad known as the special victims units. These are their stories. Dun dun dun.
1: And over in Nebraska, we have the one the only Maddie Moles at Maddie Mole's Pod. What's up, Maddie?
0: Not a lot, man. Just enjoy my Negroni and uh ready to talk a little ball with you fellas. Talk a little ball.
1: That's right. We had two back-to-back games uh, against two previously dominant teams, Uh, first on Saturday against Golden State, and then today against Milwaukee. Split the difference. Uh, Golden State, we pretty handedly won that. And then tonight, a very unfortunate loss, despite a a very hearty effort, a, a valiant performance by our Thunder squad. Um, and so with that, let's just jump right in to the TiVo. You
0: don't need to explain to me why you need TiVo. They
2: up to TiVo yet? All
1: right. So I just have a couple quick TiVo, takeaways from the game. First of all, Steven Adams' uh, hairband fell out, and every single lady in oh. the stand stands was probably swooning because that beautiful hair of his was gorgeous. Must I say? How could you not? It was. I was. I was swooning. Perhaps it was pretty crazy. Oh, so beautiful. Beautiful. Just appreciate man. the hair. word
2: "swooning" in this moment. Mm-hmm.
1: It's a good word. Swooning.
2: Yeah, Stephen Adams'
1: hair fell out, and it was it was great. Uh, the second fact I had is that um, Stephen Curry is out for the season with a broken hand, which you missed our WebMD fact of the day on game day. Turns out a broken hand takes no more than six to ten weeks to heal. So if you do the math there, that's not quite enough weeks to go the whole season so
2: something's not adding up
1: something's not right so perhaps they're tanking which is also the reason why their other now dominant player eric Paschke, was not in the game uh they had a very skim <laughs> lineup of d'angelo russell and four other dudes um one other thing i noted uh i don't know if you guys noticed this but eric pool who was the uh Guard. Jordan Poole. Oh, sorry, Jordan Poole, my mistake. Eric Pascoe. Yeah, a little brain brain fart. Jordan Just Poole. Just them both. Yeah, that's how that worked. But Jordan Poole and D'Angelo Russell, they look the exact same on the court. Like, the only way you can tell the difference is that D'Lo has the little leg, the knee, brace or not braces, but, like, mm-hmm. legging stuff, and aside from that, they look the same, and it threw me off all night because i would think uh d'angelo had the ball and i was like why are we not guarding him as as closely and then it was actually just jordan pool so
2: yeah damien we looked a lot like them too
1: yeah they have a lot of people that look very similar on that team but anyway the, the this was pretty much from i think like i think all the first half there was not much to complain about we are making all of our shots i think we really didn't miss a single three i can't remember from i mean we did obviously but it felt like we didn't make anything or miss anything and uh hamadou diallo absolutely torched uh i think it was chris marquis chris
2: marquis chris yeah Mm -hmm. Marcus and... Chris had a weird game, man, because he uh, basically tried to dunk on him, that didn't happen. Uh, Hami did dunk on him, and then Chris tried to dunk on Nerlins, and Nerlins didn't let that happen. So, a little bit of a roller coaster game from uh, the former Syracuse product.
1: Mm. When did he get traded? By the way, I thought he was on the
0: Suns.
2: I think he was, and then he played for the Rockets a little bit. Last year, I had no and idea. I think he I was uh, released, and then he signed with the Warriors.
1: Yeah. Speaking of people who signed with the Warriors, Alec Burks uh, had his revenge game <laughs> against us. <laughs> the guy, the guy, <laughs> absolutely went off in the first half. I think he had almost every bucket in the first quarter, at least what I could tell from the highlights. And uh, yeah, he was he was out for blood. That guy was balling. So, congrats to the former OKC Thunder player Eric Burks. You were on our team for about a month.
2: One may even call him OKC legend, Alex yes. Burks.
1: Legend of the game. Played, didn't miss. Uh, I'll tell you what. He didn't miss a single shot when he played for us. That's, That's true. Uh, that is work. straight
2: facts. So much akin to Carmelo Anthony's career in Atlanta.
1: Very true. Ooh. Very true. They had very similar career paths in that way, if you think about it.
2: Yep. Absolutely.
1: Makes you wonder if Alec Burks is the next Carmelo Anthony in the, in the works. <laughs> people are saying.
2: People are well, you're saying. We're not saying. on the street. Not, we're, no. People are saying.
1: No, no, no. People are saying. On the streets. We listen. But yeah. Uh, so... I think that's pretty much all I had. They weren't, it wasn't really close at the end of the game. Um, I thought our defense looked really good. Uh, Diallo, Ferguson, um, Shea, all were just flying around the court. Um, Steven Adams was back. He was actually, I think he came back the game before, but this was the game he finally looked kind of, in his full form. Like he, he it looked like he was all the way back. I thought he made some really good plays. Uh, as usual, he s- started great, kinda tapered off at the end. But still, it was a really good
0: performance from Steve. So yeah, at one point, um, it, it wasn't really close early on. OKC was running away with the game uh, with 2.39 left in the second quarter. Oklahoma City was up fifty-eight to thirty-five, and it just looked like they were going to roll. Golden State. Mm-hmm. Um, however, fast forward to ten thirty-three left in the fourth quarter, and Golden State actually was up eighty-eight to eighty-six, and this was because D'Angelo Russell act- absolutely lost his mind at the end of the third quarter. Mm-hmm. Was hitting three after three, getting out in transition. He couldn't miss, and we couldn't make a bucket. Um, lots of turnovers, lots of sloppy defense, and Golden State was a- actually able to shoot their way back into this. Mm-hmm. Uh, OKC legend Alec Burke uh, also mm-hmm. contributed on that run. Um, yeah, and so after Willie Cauley-Stein made a seven-footer, then OKC got their act together and actually started to pull away after a three-pointer by the one, the only Mike Muscala. So... Um, he he set a big tone for us to start the fourth quarter
2: yeah that uh the third quarter has kind of been a real issue for us this year i mean actually kind Mm -hmm. of a lot in years past also but uh, Mm -hmm. eric coin actually tweeted today because spoiler alert it was an issue for us again today um Mm -hmm. that on the season thunder are a negative 30 in the third quarter of this season Mm -hmm. so that's uh it's not great coming out of halftime.
1: Yeah, there was one point I think in the third they were up eighty to sixty-two, and at the end of the third it was 84-84. So that's yeah. a twenty-four to two run. If I did my well, math Dulo correctly. Well, Delo hit a
2: stupid three, like yeah. he hit like a running at the very end. Yeah, almost half-court shot bank. Yeah,
1: banked in. Yeah, but yeah, that was pretty much representative of the whole quarter. The fact that he made that was pretty just like representative of everything but yeah DLO and uh Thunder legend Alec Burks combined for 53 points in total so they were pretty much the offense of this game and the only two people in the starting lineup with plus uh box scores for the night but after that uh as we've also seen from the Thunder in many games this year where they win they kind of pulled back out of it in the fourth very quickly after losing the lead Went on a run and ended up getting a lead up to 14. uh, But at the end, ended with a six-point lead, winning 114 to 108. Uh, As mentioned, D'Lo and Burks were the the two offensive guys for the Warriors on our end. Uh, Dennis uh, Schroeder with 16 points. Schroeder. What? You can't. can't have two people on this pod doing that it's too much
2: what tried is right
1: nope <laughs> duh I, I it's freedom of speech i'm I, I don't know how many times we have to have this conversation i am i am free in as an american to, to say the things i want to say and not be punished for it criticized. i feel
2: like since steven's not here to say this i'm gonna say it. you had the freedom to be wrong
1: Right. Well, that may be true, but <laughs> I have the freedom to say it, and I would prefer not to be criticized for my freedom of speech.
2: You're exercising your right to be wrong. So I, I will
1: please respect. That. Please respect my right to say, Schroeder. To be wrong. No. <laughs> Anyways, Diallo, sixteen points. Our top score for the night. Or sorry second leading score of the night leading off was Gallinari as usual uh four of six from three still incredible um missed another free throw so if you're counting that's now two missed free throws on the season for Gallinari uh, and he's made quite a few more than that it's it's so I love having a guy on our team that you just know will make his free throws that's just been so refreshing and the fact that we have to trade him probably is making me more and more Not sad refreshing. yeah oh also fun fact for you guys uh in this game Gallinari scored his 8888th point in his career he was born on 8888 he wears the number eight and at the time we scored that 8888th point they had an 18 point lead and they had 80 points.
2: Listen, eight is my all-time favorite number. So the fact that you just read all that off makes me very happy inside. Mm-hmm. I think I just shed a tear, actually. No, I think I just shed eight tears, actually.
1: Eight tears. That's like weeping, basically.
2: <laughs> it's but... borderline sobbing.
1: <laughs> basically. I And I brought that up because – I was kind of being facetious when I said that because if you were on Twitter at the time when this happened, I'm pretty sure every single reporter, media guy, anyone associated with the Thunder tweeted out the exact same thing. So it was just really funny. I was like, did you you see this? Did you hear about this, guys? Did you you see this? I was like, yes. Okay. I get it. It's cool. 8,000. He should have just
2: retired right there. That would have been great. He just took off his jersey, folded it, and put it on the scores table and walked out. I don't
1: think think I'd like that, though. Mm -hmm. We wouldn't get any outsets for him, and then we're kind of screwed. A Paul George deal isn't as sweet as it was. (laughs) But, yeah, anyway, that was the only other interesting thing I had. You guys got anything?
2: Hmm... No, I don't think so. Uh, I I do want to note that uh Chris Paul had a great game. Mhm. Uh, 16 points, nine assists, five rebounds, and three steals. Um, that nine assists I think is his season high, and that, you know, it's kind of showing uh signs of you know his point godness as people would like to call it. Mhm. Um, that we haven't really seen so much this season, so uh, I th- I like seeing that, and I think other teams also like seeing that mm-hmm and uh, uh good to see uh ferguson learn how to shoot again that was that was fun fun little development Mhm.
1: there was a play where chris paul had a great alley to ferg and he missed it was like he just missed it yeah but it would have been sweet if it went in he was it was a very athletic play yeah um,
2: ferg's head was at the rim
1: also fun stat i didn't notice till now basically hit went three for three from the three-point line
2: Mm-hmm.
1: that's actually a really, really promising stat. Nine he points He went total. three
2: for three. Moose went three of five, and Schroeder went two of eight. But, I mean, if you can get eight threes off the bench. Yeah, that's we'll great. Take that.
0: mm-hmm. You got Gallo every
2: wow. night making three of four. Having,
0: and having five guys score double digits. Mm-hmm. I mean, this team right here reminds me of that Nugget team back in the day that didn't necessarily have a superstar but had a lot of guys that can – that can contribute and mm-hmm. put in buckets but the one limitation was when it got to be crunch time they didn't have a go-to score and that also seems like it's true for us yeah um, as evidenced by all of our close losses that we've had this year yeah oh, kind
2: say you're impressed by five guys scoring double digits-hmm <laughs> just wait until the next game
1: Ooh. yeah
2: the uh, I I think with this game
1: it's Golden State's defense is pretty bad so it kind of helps us in that extent but I agree it's always like great to see the amount of like sharing and ball movement we're getting this year compared to previous years where you have guys like Westbrook who are very ISO drive to the basket by themselves type of guys and Paul George also kind of an ISO guy and Carmelo before that very much an ISO guy so this type of basketball is a lot more fun and uh also great when you get the win so anyway we'll move on to to tonight's game
2: i do have one more thing to say shoot uh i I do just want to say you know i know we talked about this in the last pod but it does make me sad that the warriors are doing so good at tanking Uh, right now they're so Um, good at it right now they're projected to get the number one pick and if they get james Wiseman. A healthy Steph Curry, a healthy Clay Thompson, and a healthy Draymond Green. I'm going to pull all my hair out.
1: <laughs> I mean, they wouldn't get James Wiseman because they get Cole Anthony. They have the number one pick.
2: Why would they get Cole Anthony? Why do they want another guard? Because he's number the one best. Because they want a real point yeah, guard. They, James... want,
1: they want somebody who won't uh, be out the whole season with a broken hand at, in November.
2: <laughs> if you had James Wiseman on a team with those guys, they'd be ridiculous.
1: If they get the number one pick, I, I said this on Twitter, I'm just quitting. Like, everything. I'm quitting everything.
2: <laughs> Man, I saw a clip from James Wiseman the other night. Dude was just trying to throw him a dump off pass into the key. Like, you know, just normal pass so you can then dunk it. No, no, James Wiseman says. Jumped while the ball was in the air, grabbed it, and then dunked it. Man, is ridiculous. Oh, boy.
1: Yeah, this draft class is going to be really good, I think. Just some of the guys have already seen.
0: And we're going to... Oh, man. Like, this draft class is going to be what sets us up for a rebuild. Mm-hmm.
2: Yes, sir. Which are getting which, Tyrese Maxey.
1: Which the fact... Yeah, like what you said, Dylan, Golden State tanking is making me kind of low-key mad. And I I went into this game also being like, should we win this game? Or should we be happy if we lose this game? Because of the, that very reason. But yeah, now they're 2-8. and eight, So I think they're 14th in the conference. 13th. Something really low. Yeah, they...
0: And they're still going to get something for D'Angelo Russell. Yeah.
1: Yeah, they're going to dump him. So they're going to have, like, nobody whenever they trade him. Except for Eric who who is apparently the greatest rookie of all time now.
2: Yeah, he didn't get to have like, his
0: revenge game against you. No don't don't you think it's easier for like D'Angelo Russell is probably gonna get traded before anybody on the Thunder right
1: yeah he's probably easier to trade too. just because he's so young yeah and an all-star all-star he's young his contracts not as bad as like Chris Pauls is by far so yeah I think I think what's I think they're gonna just try to get whatever they can from minnesota because that's where he wants to go It might take a little bit longer just because they're maybe being selective for his sake but i do think he's gone yeah i think he's
0: gone definitely before cp3 uh and probably before gallo so you really want to be sick what if they traded d'angelo russell and got back Culver and still got a high draft pick. Minnesota. And so they're looking at potentially Wiseman and Green and Culver and Clay and Steph. If Minnesota gives
1: up Culver and a pick for Delo, that's like. I would not do that trade if I was Minnesota. Like, Delo's good. gotta cotton. keep Cat happy. Huh?
2: It's a bold strategy, cotton. Let's see how it plays out for him. <laughs>
1: yeah. But yeah, like Culver, they just got, so why would you get rid of him? You don't even really know if he's how he's going to develop yet. And then if you give up another pick, which is going to be kind of good. I don't know. That doesn't seem like enough for D'Lo. I think what they would do is, like, uh, I guess, like, a pick and then somebody to dump the salary cap. And then maybe like a Robert Covington type of guy. I don't know. I just don't feel like they're gonna give up that much for DeLo. Maybe they have to. Who knows? Um, yeah. Moving on. Uh, tonight, Milwaukee. Giannis was big mad in the first half. Uh, ripped his jersey kicked a hole in a wall or a like guard thing um and was not very happy with the score of the game at that point because we were up uh 60 what was it 63 54 I think
2: didn't he actually bite his jersey and like rip it
1: yeah he ripped it by biting it yeah Tort straight, that total alpha move. It was pretty cool, I don't,
2: I don't <laughs> think I could do that. Uh, I definitely could not. I think I'd rip my teeth out. Mhm. I think. Uh, I think. Uh,
1: Al Baby Cake said this on Twitter, but I felt like he was a little too into this game, being a November game against a mid-tier team. He was just not like only
2: that just uh, so I'm, hardcore. No, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, there's not only that, but like we're a lottery team on the mm-hmm. second night of a back-to-back missing our starting center and the best defender on our team. Like what What do y'all have to prove? <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, I guess he was mad that the about the first half, but still like there was there was a couple points in the second half where he would do a dunk and just be like gnarl or well giving a snarl and it was like as if he was beating the 76ers or something like a team that's actually like really good it's like no dude you're you're playing a bunch of like 20 young 20 year olds and chris paul you know it's not that big of a deal so yeah that was kind of weird but as you can kind of expect giannis played incredible I think he ended up with sixteen rebounds, thirty-five points. Uh he just he'll just run and all of a sudden Milwaukee has two points on the board. It's insane. Like he just he's just there all of a sudden.
2: So would you say when he flexes on a bad team, it's the actual definition of we're flex, but okay.
1: Mm-hmm. Literally. It's a literal hmm. definition, yeah. Interesting. I agree. Yeah, no,
2: his, uh, uh, I mean, you know, just watching the dunks that he had, like, you know, like you said, it's just like he just runs the floor and out of nowhere it's like, oh, it's a dunk, it's a dunk, it's a dunk. Yep. Like, if if you play 2K with Giannis, like, he has those weird, like, Euro step into dunks, spin moves into dunks all the time. It's like, okay, we get it. 2K loves Giannis, especially last year he was the cover athlete, but then you watch him in the game, it's like, oh, this man is really doing that. He's very fun on to play people. with. 2K. Yeah, he punched one on Nerlens head too. That uh, that was hard to watch.
0: Yeah. Oh man. I'm so
2: glad Nerlens is okay.
1: That was insane. He was upside down, completely. Did you see that?
0: Um. No, I did not. Yeah,
1: he was so. No, Ner- I'm um, oh, sorry, Maddie. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just gonna explain it. So Nerlens. Tried to block Giannis, but he like faked, and so he just rolled over him. And he had he was not bracing himself, but his head looked like it was going to hit straight first, going upside down, and he somehow like rolled Whoa. into it. I have a picture. I'm gonna text you the picture. It's it looks insane. I so took. So you photo. mean to
2: tell me last year when Steve Adams put Miles Plumley in the air, and he stopped himself and caught the man?
1: Giannis did not. After that.
2: he could have scored, Giannis was like. No.
1: <laughs> Giannis did not care one bit. Mm.
2: Steven Adams well, not, is a better person not, than Giannis confirmed.
0: Not, mm-hmm. not while gravity was doing its job, but immediately after Giannis checked on Nerlens, I will give him that credit. But mm-hmm. yeah, that was scary. He he could have maybe done something that that could have that could have been a career ender. Yeah, that was really bad or worse.
2: You know what else could end the career? Andrew Wiggins elbow to your face. Yeah. But nobody Yikes. else cared about that.
0: <laughs> you know what else people don't care about? What's that? Restricted areas. I agree. Oh my gosh. Dennis got so screwed. And the stream I was watching was a uh, Milwaukee. It was a Milwaukee stream. And they're like, oh, it was clearly a flagrant foul on Dennis Schroeder. I'm like, I guess the half circle means nothing. Yeah like right under the basket
1: yeah it was so funny that they were they were reviewing the play but they like you know that the refs when they looked at that play could tell he was in the restricted area but they were like oh no we're just looking for the flaker or not like can you not also overrule a charge is that Mm
0: -hmm.
1: is that like not a thing we can do now that was just so dumb uh so yeah, Dennis kind of got. I forget. I think that was like at a pretty pivotal moment too, somewhere in the fourth. And
0: it was. So it was. It was right after Dennis Schroeder came from behind Giannis and stripped and him. Yeah. We were down five, was, and we were getting ready to try to cut it within three. Yeah, because
1: that was after that was after uh, SGA made two straight threes because we were down by like ten or something.
2: Right. By but the yeah. way, clutch clutch plays from Shea there down the stretch.
1: Oh yeah. That dude was balling tonight. He did not have a good game against the Warriors, uh, which I guess I should also mention from before. Like, the Warriors were actually, like, legitimately double-teaming SGA in the paint, which I thought was pretty crazy, given the fact that he's, like, 20 years old and, like, teams are now already afraid of him. Uh, so he kind of had a badish game last time, but I think he kind of came back... Uh, for sure from the shooting he still was 9 of 19 i still think he's taking a little too many shots he's like forcing it a little bit but in the fourth quarter he was definitely clutch those threes were great
2: i think a lot of it is like he's taking shots that he knows he can make and he gets fouled but the refs like you know like you said, the leagues are starting. To, the leagues starting to take notice in the fact, like, hey, we need to double team this guy. He's special. Mm-hmm. But the officials have not taken notice that, hey, this guy is one of the league stars. We need to quote unquote protect him. We need to give him superstar calls. Yeah. And it you can tell it's getting on Shay's nerves because he'll even on ones that he makes and he finishes with context, He just looks at the ref. He's like, really?
0: Mm.
2: You're not gonna call that? And then they call tiki
0: Tech fouls on him on the other end. Yeah. Against yeah. Giannis, yeah. Well, and that's what's hurting us too, right? Is we don't have anybody that gets superstar calls. Right. I mean, Chris Paul, I guess. Chris Paul is not getting superstar calls, yeah. right? He's he's making the savvy rip through move. Yeah. But that's not getting a superstar call. That's being just a vet. being crafty. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
1: I, guess, I mean, I think SGA will earn it very quickly like it'll be just a matter of time just because he's that type of player he's a lot like harden where he his game is like driving or shooting threes not nearly as extreme as him but the point being like he'll get the fouls once he kind of proves himself um yeah that was a little frustrating i think his shooting is just gonna keep being a little down field goal percentage wise until then um but also, speaking of clutch, Gallinari, into the game, down three. Oh, let me, let me actually rewind a second. So we were down seven. Milwaukee had the ball. I think it was Bledsoe bringing it up. Bledsoe just knocks it off of his knee. Nobody touched it. He just hit it mm-hmm. off his knee, and it went out of bounds. I was all right, Thunderball, seven-point game. Uh, we score a layup, five-point game. All right, all right, Milwaukee inbounds. Giannis is, like, talking to Brooke Lopez. Uh, he has the ball on the on the backcourt. He's like, no, 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 let me pass it in. Let me pass it in. So then he finally gets the ball and then doesn't realize that the ref is already counting, and then they get a five-second violation. Mm-hmm. So then, oh, you know what? I messed it up. It was a five-point game, and now it was a three-point game. hmm <laughs> So now it's a three-point game after the violation. Gallinari gets the ball. Very clearly shoved by Giannis. But despite the fact he is able to get off a three, nothing but net. Tie ball game, 119-119. Crowd is going crazy. Everyone's hype. Came back from like a 10 to 12-point deficit throughout the entire second half, pretty much. Uh, And then next possession, Milwaukee. Uh... I will say the Thunder had a really good defensive stand against Giannis. Their initial plan was to just have Giannis go to the basket because it had been working the whole game. They fended that off well. I think it was Gallo who held them off and Noel helped. And so they kind of blew that play up, but then they kicked it out to Burke Lopez. Uh, Schroeder went right by him, and he just nails a, a three with 24 seconds. That put them up by three. And then basically, then reason just,
2: he's called Splash Mountain.
1: Yeah. I just... It sucks that you have to guard a center from the three-point line, and they couldn't do it on that one play, and it hurt us. So, they just kind of traded free throws after that. They were actually down five, but then CP3 just made a three at the very, very end for no reason. It, it went in, so they actually lost by two. So, a 121-119 final score. Uh... I mean, I don't know. To me, as we've been saying with all of our losses, I feel like this season this was a loss that I'm okay with, just because how hard we fo- hard we fought in this game. Throughout the entire second half, there was a lot of runs, but we never were like completely out of it. It was always within reach, and then they finally, and we finally had a chance at the end. We just, you know, it was one shot that they made that we you know, we couldn't recover from, so.
2: Yeah, absolutely, and I mean, you know, I think there's a lot of things that you can look to this game and take positivity from. One, we're without mm-hmm. Steven Adams. Mm-hmm. Uh, 2 were without Andre Robertson. Three, the Bucks are one of the top teams in the East, and then, you know, just look at the, look at each player, like, you know, Chris Paul played another solid game, 17-5-5. Five five. Ferguson... All right, don't look at Ferguson. Uh, Shea to Gilders- <laughs> Alexander, 22 points, hit four threes, hit two of them clutch down the stretch, had six assists, six rebounds. Neurals Noel filling in for Adams. He showed really nice touch around the rim. Mm-hmm. Uh, he tied Shea for the team high on assists with six assists. <whistles> like, come on now, Muscala, considering or continuing his hot shooting off the bench, hitting four threes. Uh Schreeder hitting some big buckets down the stretch. Um, he was he big. had 25 points. He was killing he was it. Big. Yeah. And my boy Slamadou Diallo just coming in and just continuing to show that energy, that relentless energy, the, you know, on defense and attacking the rim and just punching one on Robin Lopez like mm-hmm. And then, you know, even if you look at Gallinari, my last point, sorry. That's okay. Even if you look at Galinari, you know, you look at his line, he's 4-17 shooting, 2-10 from deep, 4-5 from free throw. He missed another free throw. Wah, wah. Dang it. He had two steals, though, so that was cool. Um, but even after struggling, you know, all day long, for him to hit that three to tie the game up in a clutch situation, teams are seeing that. You know, they've seen Gallinari when he's been going off these past couple games, but to see him struggle shooting and then make a bucket when it matters the most, teams are going to see that, and teams are going to like that. So there's a lot to you know be pleased about in this win. I mean, not this win, in this game. And the fact that we didn't win, hey, puts us closer to the Warriors in the number one pit.
0: So, Royce tweeted this out and I, I wholeheartedly agree the thunder are losing a lot of close games but they're doing so with a roster that really nobody like when you look at who we're playing like we're losing close games against teams that have a lot more talent than we do yeah. um at, at current day right like obviously we think shay and we think uh bays we think some of those guys are going to develop into being really really good players Billy Donovan deserves a ton of credit for how he's coaching these guys up and how he's getting them in position. Danilo Gallinari had an awful game, honestly. Like This this was not an efficient game from him, and he still had a chance. I mean, he's a 48% three-point shooter on the season. Billy Donovan drew up a play for him to get open and have a good look to tie it up after Brooke Lopez hit that three. And it just didn't go in because it wasn't that kind of night for us. That happens all the time, but Billy Donovan's not going to get any of that credit because the shot didn't go in. All Billy Donovan can do is put us in position to, to compete and put us in positions to win. And a lot of people that are hating on the three-guard lineup that the Thunder run out a lot to close games out. Again, we mentioned that on the pod before. It's because those are our best players, mm-hmm. and you finish with your best players, and you want to have as many guys that can facilitate offense as possible. And tonight it just, like like I mentioned before, I think on the last weekly, Danilo Gallinari being out there with them kind of hurts ball movement, kind of makes some stagnation, and it's not, I, I don't see the correlation being great there, but we still had a chance to tie it up late. Mm-hmm. So this is me, public service announcement. Give some dang props to Billy Donovan because he deserves it.
2: Yeah, and Twitter's one, imploding
0: yeah as always
1: but one thing one short point I want to make off of that is that for all of you people that are into the lines for games uh, so the top three teams I think this is correct uh, I know that number one but I think it goes Phoenix Suns San Antonio Spurs OKC Thunder as the top three teams that have beat their spread, or they have a winning record against their spread this season. Basically, meaning that the people that do these spreads have been underestimating these teams. And obviously, Phoenix has been like tremendously good this year if you've watched them play. So, aside from them and San Antonio, we are one of the top teams that has played above our potential and you know like you you see that in you know the people that are very educated in uh setting these types of these uh point spreads
2: here's a fun little stat that's the most thunder stat ever you ready for this yes all right so we have now lost six games this season of the six losses we only have one game in which we lost by double digits What team did we lose by double digits? Washington. Washington Wizards. The worst team that we've lost to was the biggest deficit we've lost by all season. That's still such on-brand
1: Thunder basketball. (laughs) That is a funny stat.
0: Yeah, I mean. That was the game that Bryant... Wouldn't miss right. Thomas Bryant
2: just torched us that game. Brian wouldn't miss, and we uh, bill turned it on down the stretch.
1: Add those guys to the Thunder Killer roster.
0: uh they're no Lamarcus aldrich though. No, he's the he's <sighs> the MVP of the Thunder Killer squad. Freaking yikes! Yeah.
1: So yeah, it was you know. The weekend of Thunder Basketball was definitely a positive one overall. Even though we split the games, the loss was about the best type of loss you can get. And, uh, I mean, some of my key things I've noticed is, one, I absolutely love where Diallo is now. He's in this role of, like, defender and finisher, which is exactly what he's good at. Like, he, he's not trying to go above and beyond those type of roles. He's sticking with it, and he's very good at it. So I'm and ex- he hit a
2: three this week.
1: He did, which is a nice little cherry on top, but his main role is, like, just dunking and stealing. And I he's am... He's good at it. He's good at it, and I'm pleasantly surprised where he is. So that was my one positive note. And then... Um, the other is kind of a silver lining. Like we've already talked about. Shea is now getting noticed by the NBA and that's kind of awesome. That was really above what I expected this year.
2: That's all I got. Yeah, man, absolutely. Um, you know, it's, uh, <sighs> it's encouraging to see Shea's growth, but you know, going back to Hami, um, you know, especially now in this day and age, because like we talked about before, you know, you don't get the big names in the dunk contest anymore. It's more of like, you know, the role player type guy. And uh, so especially like in this day and age, you don't see a lot of champions come back to defend their title. It's like mm-hmm. a new crop every year. Um, just because, you know, you can't, you know, you can't force highlight dunks in a season. Like they don't just happen. Mm-hmm. Um Homie's making it known pretty early. I'm coming back to defend my crown. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. That man is putting on a show out there. Uh, Here's another fun
1: fact. Uh, There were two dunk champions playing in tonight's game. Amadou Diallo and who else?
2: Glenn Robinson III. Yes, sir. That was actually in the Warriors game, but I knew what you were saying.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right.
2: You got it anyway. I got a hot take for you. Ooh. Yellow. current most exciting player in basketball. What about when Zion comes back? I said
1: current. Okay. I I think that's a good take.
2: Matty Moles' face says otherwise.
1: <laughs> Maddie Moles is thinking hard. <laughs> He's going through the list. I don't
0: know, man. Well... I I guess it matters about what you say is most exciting. I think Brandon Ingram's. I could say Jonathan Isaac has been really exciting lately. Brandon Ingram is exciting. How much he's he's been been filling up the.
2: I just mean as far as like highlight plays. Like the things that like, you know, the casual NBA fan gets excited about. Like top plays. Yeah. Like top NBA Mm -hmm. plays. Like Hamdou Diallo, I I would say, is one of the most exciting players in basketball right now.
1: I would say he's a guy who, if you are taking someone who's never watched a game of NBA, and you're like, look at this, you would show them how Madu Diallo plays. Cause that would be the most, that would captivate them the most. Yeah. That, that would be how I, that would be his forte. And like, no one else does it better than him.
2: Until yeah. Zion gets back. And when he did that- uh, Nobody. When he did that open court uh, fast break windmill, uh, awesome. Gave me flashbacks to when Westbrook did it <laughs> with hmm. his double navy sleeves. Oh man,
0: good times. PG did that too, right at the end of a game.
2: Yeah, I and think we he... don't talk about him.
1: <laughs> I think he kind of hurt his shoulder on that once. Yeah, there was a Denver game where he did something like a windmill, and he just that was like the oh first no, it was like a double
2: tweet. clutch, I think.
1: Yeah. He tweaked his shoulder, yeah. and that was the end of it. It's all downhill from there.
2: Hmm.
1: But yeah, we don't talk about that man around these parts.
2: Yeah, we can talk about how well, we robbed the Clippers, though.
1: <laughs> we, yeah, unless uh, Gallinari retires,
0: in which case we wouldn't. When does Paul George
2: come back? It's yeah, it's They're pretty soon. They're saying soon, it soon but... It could also be soon when he goes back who out. Guess we play next
0: Monday. Oh, boy. Is it in I, L.A.? We're at the Clippers on the 18th. In L.A.?
2: Right? In L.A. Yeah. He doesn't come back it. here for a while. Bet you quite don't even play. <laughs>
1: <laughs> while George sits out on load management against us.
0: He's actually fine. You know what's really sad? Is Scrolling down. like As good as we are, Right? Our record doesn't show it, but we're competitive. Mm-hmm. All I see for TV is like NBA TV. NBA oh, yeah. TV. We're not going to get any national games.
2: It's going to be sad.
0: We get Houston at home on TNT January 9th. That's only because of Westbrook. Like, yeah. That's our first like real nationally televised game. Yeah. It's going to suck.
1: Out. It's going to suck on Christmas this year. I'm so used to having a game to watch. Now it's gone
2: sad i mean you still have games to watch it's not well, Thunder game uh,
1: yeah games i want to watch
0: yo we go from the 22nd of december until the 26th with no thunder basketball Well, that's sad
1: i guess we have to enjoy christmas with our loved ones
0: Ah, oh.
2: <sighs> sucks i haven't been able to watch the christmas day games recently anyways
1: you're just you're probably no. excited then
0: I'll be stacking it on DraftKings. I got to be interested in something. Oh yeah. Well, all right. So we're going to talk about the the forecast. Yeah, uh, two yes. games next week.
1: <laughs> we have a very light schedule ahead, after going back to back tonight, which is good. Uh, Indiana Tuesday, at Indiana, and then Philadelphia at home on Friday. So predictions, anyone, or do we want to, do we have any thoughts about these two teams before we go into predictions?
2: Oh, that's a big two and O Bob. Philadelphia. Absolutely. Hmm. That's a pretty hot take.
0: Philly's mean big this year. You know what though? I th- I think the Pacers, man. They're they're tough. I think they stink. They got a good squad. I think they stink.
2: <laughs> yeah, they haven't been great recently. They have been Oh they man. They've
0: they've won 3 straight. Have they? They're 6 and 4. Rodgrin's
2: playing good, but Turner's out Brogdon right now. is a
0: beast. Sabonis is a beast. Pacers have to be
2: nice, the worst. But...
1: They have to be the worst looking 6 and 4 team. Like every game, I guess maybe I'm just looking at the wrong games. But everything I've seen so far this season, they just look bad.
0: TJ Leaf's been solid. Mm. I like TJ Leaf.
1: I do like Sabanis. I, I think like he'll. TJ Leaf. Well, why? Cause did he play for like?
2: He played for UCLA. Some he did other very good against us.
1: Yeah, I figured it was something Kentucky related.
2: And he had like really long hair, and it was just like, why is this ugly dude scoring buckets on us? <laughs>
1: That dude is a walking three-point bucket. Yeah, I think they have, like, good... They shouldn't be terrible, just based off the roster they have. But they just seem like they haven't been playing great so far. So I It doesn't think,
2: help that Victor Oladipo is not out there.
1: Yeah. Actually, I don't know when, when does he come back. Is there any updates
2: on that? Thanks, around January. Three of their like four out.
0: losses, by the way, mm. have been on the road. So they're good at home. That's not good. Well, I'm
1: still thinking we beat them just because I am kind of low in Indiana this year. But I think Philadelphia is going to be tough. I don't think... Like, okay, imagine... Think about the roster we've been putting out there recently. CP3, Shea, Schroeder, and then Basley and Adams or Noel. Think about that. And Galinari. Right. Or, yeah, Gallinari, and then, yeah, Galinari at the four, not Basley. So... Think about that squad against Josh Richardson, Embiid, Horford, Simmons. All four of those guys are like 6'11 and up, or maybe 6'9 and Simmons up.
2: Simmons has been out. Is he I back don't know by if then? I he'll still be out, but he was out.
1: Oh, you're right. I forgot about his shoulder. Yeah, he won't be in. I think he's out for like a month.
0: Well... Maybe Embiid can get in a fight with somebody from the Cavs, and
1: then just have a one-game suspension again.
0: <laughs> can Cat go suit up for the Cavs real yeah. quick,
1: or just get <laughs> just just yeah, just get Cat somewhere around the stadium, have him fight. That's the only way because I I feel like Embiid is not Stephen Adams' best matchup. If I remember correctly,
0: he kind of dominated us last time. So. The Sixers have three losses on the season. All three of them are on the road.
2: They had three losses? They were undefeated when they played the Suns the other night. They lose three in a row.
0: Man, they are on a bad yeah, streak. They they've lost three of their last four. Ooh,
1: and we're playing them. <laughs> they just beat Charlotte, so they didn't really play. Yeah, anyone. that's not really a win.
0: <laughs> that's just more of a At Phoenix, at Utah, at Denver. That's a tough uh road trip west. hey wait till they get a load of us. And it's at home for us so that's uh, yeah. well but
2: here's
0: here's a kicker they they play at Orlando on Wednesday and then on Friday play at OKC it's a lot of travel it's like, it's quite a bit of travel sounds like they'll be tired sucks to suck philly mm-hmm. <laughs> so um and that's that's their third game in in four nights when they come to OKC,
1: so yeah, I don't, I don't think Joel Embiid is exactly the pinnacle of endurance. So
2: he very well could sit out for load management.
1: There you go, silver lining. Imagine if they didn't have Embiid and Simmons, that would be phenomenal.
2: Speaking of the 76ers, I've been noticing as uh, Chris Paul takes his mid-range jumper, he could have been doing this his whole career, and I just haven't paid attention, but. He's starting to kind of fall backwards after he plants, uh, kind of like Iverson used to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought that was interesting.
1: I think that's something he's kind of added as he gets older. I
2: think... Uh, I just create space.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's just not athletic enough to like beat everybody to the brim. So I think he's kind of using that as a way to still get buckets. But he's he's it's lethal.
2: Yeah, I remember Andy's Iverson. Yeah, so. <laughs> I remember Iverson would like borderline fall down anytime he shot a jump shot. <laughs> yeah, that's how far back he went.
1: It does. Yeah, that's that's a good point. It does kind of remind me of Iverson.
0: Do you guys want to see Chris Paul be more aggressive or more assertive, like trying to score the ball mm. himself instead of facilitating for others? I like. No.
1: Yeah, I like just what he's doing right now. Like, I thought at the beginning of the season he was a little too passive, and now he's been more aggressive, but I don't want him to be more aggressive than he is now.
2: I I like S.J. having the ball. Yeah, I think that him deferring to others not only, you know, helps us and our team and our development, but I think it, you know, shows other teams that, hey, he's willing to, you know, not be this ball hog to not be this uh you know guy that takes all the shots, not be this guy that can't play well with others. that's a damage to locker room like mm-hmm. I, I, I think it helps in that aspect too so uh, i I think the Chris Paul Oklahoma City Thunder partnership has been a, rounding, a rousing arousing success thus far so i uh, I don't see why you rocked the boat personally agreed
1: do you want him to I be know, more aggressive I'd like him to
0: be how would like him to be much more assertive there's no reason why he couldn't be a 20 point per game score for us mm-hmm. and not him being aggressive just to like hit 20 points but I think when he is more assertive our offense just seems to flow better yeah when he's looking for his three-point shot I I mean he's effective he's efficient mm-hmm and it's almost like he sh- he's reluctant to shoot it. He's like, "All right, I'll shoot it because I'm wide open." And it's I'm like, "You could get that off so often." There are a lot of times where our offense goes stagnant, like when we fell victim to a 20 to 1 run tonight right. against the Bucks. Like that would have been a good time for Chris Paul to be assertive.
1: And I think he was at the end of that run and that kind of helped us get back in it. Um But I had another point. I forgot it. Oh, yeah. So I I, sorry. I was just going to say, I think I actually remember at the beginning of the season, we all predicted Chris Paul was going to be a 20 point per game player. And then now we're kind of seeing he was way more passive than we thought and just kind of trying to. I think that's like Dylan said, a way for him to market himself to teams that are like looking for somebody that can be flexible with him so I understand maybe where he's coming from but he's definitely capable as an offensive player to get to get more he's just kind of being like here SGA here Gallinari here Diallo here Schroeder do your own thing
2: all right I got two points here so first of all his uh, career average is 13.8 uh, last year he shot as few as 12.4 shot attempts a game. Um, this year right now he's at 11.3, so he's not too far off from his career average. Mm-hmm. And as far as three pointers, um, his career he's averaging 3.6, and right now he's averaging 4.4 attempts per game. So it's oh, wow. a lot more than I, I would. Up. Yeah, I would say he's not being like you know passive. But, you know, I I don't think he's being aggressive. Like at Houston, he shot about six a game. But to be fair, Houston, that's in Dantoni's offense. So also, to be fair, you're
1: you're playing with James Harden, whereas here, you're playing with nobody even close to James Harden. So there is a bit of a difference in like the amount of shots you would take for both of those teams. Like if you're, if he, he was playing the exact same way he played in Houston here, I think he would be taking like, six to seven threes a game and like 15 to 16 shots a game but he's always been well not always but like since he's been in houston he's been like just stuck with the guy who shoots like a million shots a game
2: yeah yeah without looking at it you know you talked about how he hasn't been a 20 point scorer without looking at it how many points per game do you think chris paul is averaging right now
0: uh well i just looked so i'm gonna be quiet dang
2: it moles
0: (laughs) i think he's probably around like 14
2: 16 points a game
1: that's not bad bad.
2: i thought he i thought he
1: had kind of a a slow start i thought he'd be lower than that
2: he's actually averaging more points per game than he did last year at 15.6
1: which you would expect still because james
0: harden and he's still playing less than 30 minutes a game.
2: Hashtag lobe management without load management.
0: The way the right. way our forefathers um, intended. So he's actually third on the team in player efficiency rating. Uh mm. Danilo Gallinari is second. Ooh, Guess who's number I one? I thought he
1: was gonna be first. Uh Shea in
2: player Alexander. efficiency rating.
1: No, I don't think it's him. Uh a
2: shooter.
0: One might even say he's in his prime.
1: Oh. Heck yeah, it's Nerlens. No way.
0: Look at that. I wish Maddie Moles was like,
2: nope, it's Abdul Nader.
0: (laughs) 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 So Nerlens Noel is a
2: 22.3. Heck yeah, dude. Let's go. Ooh, ooh, I I thought about something earlier. This is kind of completely off topic, but also kind of on topic. You know, when people talk about... The players on our teams that might be traded by the end of the year. We talk about Chris Paul. We talk about Gallinari. We talk about Inner Shooter. We've even talked about Nourlis Noel. Mm-hmm. What do you think the likelihood is of somebody possibly wanting Mike Muscala on their roster? As a bi- a stretch big that can hit threes coming off their bench.
1: Sam Presti would hang up the Nobody phone. Nobody
0: until he hits threes. What'd you say? I said
2: nobody until he starts hitting threes. Yeah, he I'm, is now. Yeah, these past he's hit seven threes in his past two games. He's Magic Mike. That's a beautiful Photoshop, <laughs> by
0: the
1: way. I made that on my phone because I didn't. No, yeah,
0: I didn't see the Photoshop, and I'm okay
1: with it. I was, I was like, I think I was still in Durham at the time, so I just did it on my phone. It was so
2: choppy. But, but yeah, you know, sometimes right, the cringe Photoshop's look. are the best photos. Yeah,
1: that's that was the goal. It was just to be a weird one
0: uh wow he's four of nine tonight yeah i did not realize he was, he was four for nine he was three of four yesterday
1: he's like killing it
2: you better recognize recognize
1: yo
0: him. musk my bad dude
1: yeah get on the <laughs> get on the the moose he's train come on. but sam Presti, i was saying i don't i think he hangs up the phone immediately
2: <laughs> Like you can't so, have him i work too hard to get it yeah
1: it's like I drove all the way to Minnesota, or I flew to Minnesota,
0: and I sat down
1: in his home. And I got him here.
0: So, so people call him Musky for short. Can we just, you know, can we call him Sex Panther? Yes. I usually
2: just call him Moose.
1: I like Sex Panther because I have no I, Sex I have Panther. no idea why you're saying that, but I like it.
0: It's from Anchorman. Right, but I don't understand the... 60% of the time it
1: works every time. I don't understand the correlation to... Oh, because I'm musky. Okay, I got it.
2: It smells like burnt hair. (laughs) (laughs) Works 40% of the time, all the time. Mm. Yep. Mm. I'm not going to lie to you. That smells Mm. just like gasoline.
0: (laughs) And and just like that, we have the the title for this pot.
1: Sex Panther.
0: Sex
2: yeah. Panther. Da, da, da. I I, I'm going to you.
1: caption him as Sex Panther, I think, from the rest of the season. And nobody nobody that listens to our... If anyone doesn't listen to our podcast, which, you should, you know, go away. What are you doing? Exactly. But if they don't, they're going to be so confused. <laughs> and it's going to be great.
2: So in the last two games, Mike Muscala shot 50% from three, a 7-14. In the first eight games... He made one three out of how many attempts? Give me your guess. He was was
1: 5.6% at one point, because I remember looking it up. So
2: So we got 15.
1: That's like 1 out of 19, I think, right, if I do my math?
2: That's true. That is absolute correct math, and that was freaky that you did that so quickly, and I'm done with this now. Boom. (laughs) Suck it. Well, because 5% would be 20,
1: so
0: I was like, what's higher than... Yay, positive regression. Heck yeah,
2: all these words. It's so late.
0: <laughs> all right, we're gonna end. Yo, I'm taking a macroeconomics course, and it's kicking my butt already.
2: That just and I'm in that just two.
1: sounds like a bad time. Just the name.
2: So I I have, this is kind of optophic. Oh wow, God, I say that so many top, times. It's top kind top of topic? optophic, optophic. Top topic. Yes. I say it all the time. This is kind of off topic, but kind of on topic at the same time, right? All right, so bear with me. I was bored this weekend. All right, all right, all right. I was playing 2K, and I was like, I'm going to start my league. I'm going to put only UK players on there. And so I did. I had a team with Shea Booker, Kevin <laughs> Knox, BJ Washington, Carl Anthony Downs, Tower Hero, Malik Monk, Jerry Vanderbilt, Keldon Johnson, Nermoz Noel. Uh, Bam Adebayo Michael Kidd-Gilchrist and Scalabissier so that was my 15 man roster right and I I played the first game you know, killed the Jazz whatever um, but then I send the season right so early in the season we were losing every game like I think at one point we was like 3-24 and <laughs> alright so we get close to the All-Star break and uh, I think like right before the All Star break we on like a nine game winning streak. Then after the All Star break we on like a 17 game winning streak. Long story short, we ended up winning like 46, 47 games and making the fifth seed. So obviously the team that we have now doesn't have a core of Shea Booker, and Carl Anthony Towns, and you know those tertiary pieces like Hero, Knox, PJ Washington, whatever. But That just goes to show you that as difficult as these games are early in the season, our schedule gets way easier towards the end of the All-Star break and Mm -hmm. all that.
1: Yeah, because we have a pretty tough lineup coming up this month, if you just look at it. starting. And we haven't done that bad, honestly. Right. We've already played Milwaukee. We're, We're playing Golden State, who was supposed to be good. But, yeah, we're not too bad so far first weekend
2: it's a good we look good is is the main thing yeah like, despite the record we look good yeah we look better than our record shows
0: mm-hmm. i mean and that comes to what we were talking about before right like what do we look like mid-december when 70 percent of the league is available for trade yeah um what do we look like come first second week of february around the trade deadline are we able to potentially be a buyer even as we just tread water during the tough part of our schedule and then we can go on a run at the end of the season.
1: But I mean, then we're like, what are we doing? Are we shooting for a title
0: this year? or Like we buy, I think we're shooting. I don't know. I mean, if we keep losing these close games, it won't matter. Yeah. But if we can string together some of these games and, Uh take our lumps and our young guys can gain experience and, and whatnot who knows right
1: i i think we'll probably still be like i think throughout november we're probably going to see the same thing just because our schedule is really bad but i don't know maybe december we could string like five or six games
0: also st- i mean if we're a game or two below 500 We're still within striking distance come end of December, right?
1: Yeah. And what is it? Chris Paul can get traded at, like, the December 20th deadline, right? Is that the date? 15th. 15th? yeah. He
2: can be traded right now. Right,
1: I know. But, like, he can be packaged with somebody on the 15th.
2: Well, not only that. It's just the players that sign new deals over the summers is allowed to be included in a deal on December 15th. So it
1: opens the market up
2: yeah
0: like 70 percent of the league yeah that's
2: why the heat is like was like the only real team that was in discussion because of that
0: time yeah Yeah. so the thing is
1: now like by december 15th given our tough schedule before then basically the question is can we string together enough by that date and it seems kind of tough to do that looking at what we got but our this team is already in from my perspective already like been above and beyond what I anticipated, so you never know. It's my yeah, I've, answer.
2: I had a lot more fun in this uh, 4 and 6 stretch this year than I had in the past first 10 games the past couple years.
1: I think, yeah, I think this... Oh my god! I think for all seasons,
0: the last first 10 games, I've never had more fun than this. I mean... I would say the first year with Russell Westbrook on his F.U. tour was a lot of fun. But Didn't we
1: still because it was like every night? We, we were still kind of losing though, right?
2: No, man, we started out Yeah, high. but I think we won oh, we like did. our first six games.
0: I forgot about Russ. What the record was.
2: Well, if only there was if only the, the internet, internet
1: existed to be able to go.
2: It's a race. Yeah, it sucks. It's a race. I am losing, probably. <laughs> uh, that you're right. No, not that. You're no dumb, dumb Dylan, dumb. dumb I, I found it. Nope, not found it. I found it. Uh, 2016, it. 2017,
0: right? Oh, why uh, did nope, just look? 2017,
2: 2018.
0: I I win.
1: I'm so dumb. I looked up twenty twelve for what? some reason. No,
0: no for Russell Westbrook's only year, with the year before. Yeah, we started off uh six
2: and one that year. Okay. Boom! I caught it. We won our first six. Yeah, who we lose to in the uh, seventh game? At Golden State,
0: we lost uh, game five. because they have freaking Kevin Durant. Oladipo was our leading scorer, and our high rebounder was Laverne. With
2: oh, man,
1: I remember Laverne. He was awesome.
2: Joffrey Laverne. Joffrey Laverne was the best. He had the best haircut.
1: His beard, all of it. All of it together was great.
0: Man, Russ was on one that year. Oh my gosh, Russ! That... Oh yeah,
2: that Sixers game was when that Sixers fan uh, gave him the double middle fingers.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and Russ was like, "Yeah, that was
1: that game. Like, the meme that has lasted for forever and ever.
2: <laughs> oh man! Yeah, I, I'll be remember like a lot of these. Oh yeah, that Clippers game. Yeah, that was when uh he he stole the ball and punched it. Um, right there in the key. I think he dunked on somebody, too. I think he almost dunked on DeAndre Jordan or something. Mm-hmm. And he just, like, made the business decision and got out of the way. Uh. You know, because DeAndre Jordan could dish it out, but he can't take it. Nope. And he can only dish it out on, you know, smaller point guards that are jumping with him. That's a different topic for another day.
1: Fun fact. DeAndre Jordan got locked in his own house when uh, Clippers were trying to re-sign him, so he couldn't re-sign. Man.
2: Yep. Another so. fun fact is the uh, there's secret tunnels in the Staples Center that leads to the locker room.
1: Thus began the Houston Clippers uh, rivalry in those very tunnels.
2: Yep, this is true.
1: Speaking of Clippers, also, we'll end on this today. We got a question from Justin oh. Lowe. And Justin asks, do you think the Thunder resemble the Clippers from last year and not just because the two of the players are now on the Thunder? <laughs> As Dylan dies. I yeah, I'm just, I lost HP.
0: Mm-hmm. Somewhat. I think so, too. I think we don't have a... We don't have a Lou Williams, right? We don't have that guy that's, like, nah. going to be able to be a spark and give us 30. Well, Gallo's kind of like that. He's he's not exactly the walking bucket that
2: Lou is, but, like. I think Dennis Schroeder is our Lou Williams. Uh A, a poor man's Lou yeah. Williams. Yeah, he's a poor man's Lou Williams. Like, I Lou mean, you know, he's giving light. us those buckets off the
0: bench. Yeah.
1: He has been pretty good this year. So probably thinking of last year's a little Man. too much. But yeah, I think I think they're kinda of like the Clippers in the sense that I think we mentioned this at the beginning. I think Maddie said it, like there's not one guy. It's just like all five of them collectively work really well together. And it was the same thing with the Clippers last year. I mean, they had Tobias Harris for a bit, but then they traded him. And it was just like Shea and Gallo and uh Montrose Harrell. Not really any superstars. And these kind of all work together and put up a really good fight against Golden State in the playoffs and they're a scrappy team. I think we're kind of the same way. We're a scrappy team, don't really have a superstar, but five of us work together really well.
2: Yeah, that's the thing I love about this team is we have a clear identity and it's defense. I said before the year started that I thought that, you know, we could have a better defensive team than we have in years past, but that was with the assumption of Andre Robertson being out there. Mm-hmm. The fact that we're performing as well as we are in the defensive end with Dre not even out there is just astonishing. Mm-hmm.
0: And we're still getting 30-plus assists you know, a game, it seems like. Yeah. yeah. So the ball doesn't stick so often.
1: I think that's what makes this so much more fun to watch, too, is just the extra passing. It makes
0: It's just beautiful basketball. Like, when guys force the issue for themselves and I know I'm going to sound kind of hypocritical here because I said I want Chris Paul to be more assertive like you notice when Danilo Gallinari is forcing the issue or you notice when Dennis Schroeder is forcing the issue a lot more on this team because we're so used to seeing the ball swing back and forth Mm -hmm. and beforehand it would almost be the exception that we would see the ball swing it would be one player facilitates and passes in order to create a shot for that player, and now it's there's motion in the offense and it's moving around to find the open person. Mm-hmm. So that, that's pretty interesting, which I think also feeds into the fact that we don't see very many double doubles on this team. Yeah, we don't see a lot of assists from one person. It's because we get a lot of of assists collectively, right. and then so that's really we fun. Have
1: nights like tonight, where New Orleans Noel had six assists, or no, Golden State that was probably. I think that was golden state game
2: no that's tonight Mixing up my nights because he started tonight
1: right but yeah everyone's sharing the ball It was great to see you'll love to see it and uh and yeah that's that's all the positives from
2: this weekend of basketball can i just say this last thing before you end I'm sorry <laughs> no we're ending okay okay <laughs> go ahead okay cool um so we had uh six players tonight finish with three or more assists Ooh. gallo moose had three Wow. chris paul and Schroeder had five and shay and noel had six surprise muscala had
0: three assists yeah it's that it's that high uh High-screen action. Mm-hmm.
2: Not only did he have three assists, he had six blocks. What? What? I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he had zero
2: blocks. Uh, Mike Muscala. I you going there, didn't
1: <laughs> Imagine Mike Muscala just dominating
0: Giannis in the paint. <laughs> to quote Billy Madison. Can you Madison? imagine him just giving the Dikembe
2: like, no, no, no. <laughs> to quote Billy Madison, you can imagine what it would be like if it did though, right?
0: Right? No, 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 he didn't. No, he didn't. <laughs> no, uh, no, he didn't. Oh, man, that's good. Next, next thing we know, we're going to hear a Muscala stealing like 30 sack lunches.
2: <laughs> I'll tell you who did it. It was that daggone Sasquatch. <laughs> All right, on that
1: note, <laughs> it's time to end the podcast. Uh... So thank you all for listening. Uh, unfortunately, we had to kind of merge two game recaps into one. Everyone was kind of busy this weekend as life gets in the way, but nevertheless, we uh, will bring you all 82 games no matter what. So thank you all for listening and keeping, uh, you know, sticking around with us as we deal with lives and, and all of that. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at OKC Topic Thunder. Uh You can find us at BigHeadsMedia.com. Just search the word Topic Thunder. You can find our podcast as well as all of our merchandise on sale. Mm -hmm. We have a new SGA shirt with different colors. Uh, We have our Gatorade, Thunderade logo, Thunder logo shirt. Uh, We've got some other things in the works coming out very soon. So go to BigHeadsMedia.com, search Topic Thunder in the search bar, and you'll see all of that. And if you can, uh, leave us a five star review on iTunes or wherever else you rate your podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, if they have it. Download, subscribe, and leave us a review. We would greatly appreciate it as it makes our day and we read every single one of them. And that's all I got. I've got Manny Moles at Manny Moles Pod, Dylan at Thunder Chats. Myself at Prime Neurlands signing off tonight. And as always,
0: thunder up, thunder
2: up, thunder.